Good morning all and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning Jesus. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. We give you glory. We give you honor on the completion of this last week and the beginning of a new one. We thank you, Father, for all the things you have taught us, experientially, but also through your word and through your spirit, who keeps speaking to us and never stops. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that despite all our foolishness, that despite all our mistakes, you never give up on us. You are always there with us and for us, here to stay and to ensure that you work with us continually, even though at our pace, no matter how slow we are in understanding, yet you patiently wait for us and every time we fall, you pick us out of the pit. We thank you, Father, that you call us again here this morning to receive of you, to drink from you, to draw from you, and to receive our fill. So that when you anoint our head with your oil, it is our cup that runs over. And that overflow is seen in other areas of our life as well. It is your favor that comes upon us. We thank you, Father that you offer the hand of friendship to us. You offer us a relationship so that we can know you more through your word and what the word says about you, your nature, your character. And we can know you more experientially as we speak to you, that we come closer to you as a friend and then as a close family member, a person that loves us so much, that you become that real to us. We want to work on that relationship with you, Father. So that the closer we get to you, the words that we speak from your written word is as good as your spoken word. We thank you, Father, that we are here today. And you are here in the midst of your people and we know that the Lord in the midst of his people is mighty. We offer you our praise and our worship this morning, Father. And we thank you for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts. That peace which no one else can give and no one can take away. but that peace which helps us focus on you despite all the baggage we might be carrying this morning, despite all the cares and worries and troubles, we are able to keep our eyes fixed on you and receive from you that strategy, that answer for the questions that we carry in our hearts today. And Lord, the peace that you give, I want to share with each one that is part of this prayer meeting and praise with this recording. 
We share it with all those that are part of this praying family called the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them. All those that do not know how to pray. With all those that are called Christians and yet do not know you. They do not have a relationship with you. You are not yet real to them. And with all those that have willfully moved away from you. And most of those either through the lies of the enemy, by his spoken word, or through painful experiences where they have felt your absence, Lord. Out of ignorance, out of false knowledge, out of false religions, whatever be the reason, Lord, they still are the children of your inheritance. And I know that your heart pains for them. We ask for your mercy on them, Lord. And your word says that unless you draw them in, they will not come. So we ask you to quicken them, Father. That they shall call on your name. And we know that everyone that calls on your name shall be delivered. They shall not end up in shame. And so, Father, as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The God of the universe. The lifter of men, the one who is ever faithful. The God of Abraham who always honors faith. The God who is our fortress and our strong tower, our strength and our shield. The ancient of days, the rabbi of all ages. And you are here with us. And we pray in the name of Jesus, his son. The rock on which we build our foundation. That foundation that will not be shaken by the rain, by the floods, by the storm winds. the Lion of Judah, the God of our salvation, who is the bridge to the Father, the Lord who heals our daily bread. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of resurrection who raised him from the dead and now has made his tabernacle within us and gives life to our mortal body as well. Not just life, he gives us a new nature, he gives us everything new. So that the things that we once loved doing, we do not do them anymore and we hate them to the core. And with that new nature that he has now given us, a new wine that he pours into us. It is his own image and likeness that he is drawing us to. We thank you, Father, that you put your own spirit in us. And today we shall study a little more about that. Father, we thank you that you have blessed us with this gift of life, with this opportunity to come to your kingdom. We thank you that salvation is given to us freely. We would never deserve it. We could never earn it. Yet you give yourself away. The smile on your face, no matter how much we fall and keep falling. Father, we thank you that you give of your son, that you give of your spirit. You gave of everything in heaven. You put angels in charge over us as well to protect us. You give us your word, which is your covenant signed by your name, legally binding, and you shall not back out because you are unchangeable. You are not a man 
that you will lie, not the son of man, that you have to repent for anything you have done. You are the same yesterday, today and forever. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your destiny. Help us as well. Carefully and strategically planted at different parts in our life and made available to us at the right time when we call on you. We thank you, Father, that in every situation you work for our good. Many of those times we don't see it because we approach it from the flesh with a biased mindset and with our limited wisdom and understanding. And yet you, in all your wisdom, your ways being high above our ways, you persevere on with that because you know the plans that you and the thoughts that you think towards us. And those thoughts are not for us to suffer. Those are not thoughts to punish us. They're not thoughts of a judge who's always waiting to judge our mistakes, but a father who has ever loved us with an everlasting, unchangeable love, whose mercy is renewed for us every day. We thank you, Father, that you keep that eye and you always look at us with that same unchanged angle. We thank you, Lord that you have blessed us with everything that we have today. And yet many times we complain when we look at others and we compare us, all our, the things that we have in our life with theirs. It is you who provide food on our table. It is you who give us shelter on our head. It is you who protect us. And all we need to do is identify the conditions that we need to fulfill in order for all these things to take effect in our life. We thank you, Father, that as we read your word, it is through your spirit that you reveal to us all those principles and promises and the prophecies that you have kept for us. The strategic advantage that you have made available to us, which is only available to man, so that when we submit to you and we resist the devil, he must flee. Thank you, Jesus. And as we pray this morning, we look at Mark chapter 2, verses, verse 22, where Jesus, while speaking of a parable, said, No one puts new wine into an old wine skin. If he does, then the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is destroyed, and so are the skins. But new wine is for fresh wineskins. To understand the meaning of this parable, we must first understand what new wine is. For every believer to lead a victorious Christian life, we, the believers, the church, need the Holy Spirit. And so we must constantly seek Him. He is the new wine. Amos 9 verse 13 says, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the reaper will be overtaken by the plowman and the planter by the one treading the grapes. New wine will drip from the mountains and flow from all the hills. And you've heard many prophecies probably about a coming revival where the Holy Spirit will work in a massive, mighty way. This is these verses talk about that revival. The great wave of the Holy Spirit which will overtake his people and I believe is currently in progress as well as we speak. And yet every day 
he is rejected by his people. Isaiah 24 verses 7 to 11 speak of that. And they say the new wine fails, the wine languishes, all the merry-hearted sigh, the mirth of the tambourine ceases, the noise of the jubilant ends, the joy of the harp ceases. There is a cry for wine in the streets. All joy is darkened. The mirth of the land is gone. This is what happens when the Holy Spirit is not acknowledged in the church. And then we see that there are no miracles taking place. There are no healings and no answered prayer. But he wants to give to people. So those who seek him will have their new wine, their Pentecost. We must desire it sincerely enough to have our Pentecost. In Acts 2, on receiving the Holy Spirit, the apostles were almost like drunk. And Peter had to clarify it to say that they were not drunk on wine. That is the effect that he can have on people when they are filled with him. He is too much to contain. Paul instructs us about wine in Ephesians 5 verse 18 where he says, Do not be drunk with wine where it is wastage. Wastage of our life and a spoiling of our character and our image as well. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. He says, make a, he makes a direct comparison between wine and the Holy Spirit here. The kind of effect that they have on people. The Bible gives us a comparison between wine that intoxicates and the Holy Spirit who fills. Paul also says in Ephesians 5 verse 17 and 18 that it is God's will that we be filled with the Holy Spirit. Not just once or twice, but over and over again. But the new wine can only be filled in a new wineskin. Mark 2 verse 22 says, no one puts new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the wine will burst the skins and the wine will be destroyed and so are the skins. But new wine is for fresh wineskins. It is like putting his holy character, his holiness and his goodness in a body that still bears a sinful nature. And the two oppose each other and don't mix. You can't have both coexisting where you hate something like an addiction. But at the same time, you love it as well. They cannot coexist antagonizing behaviors about the same nature. And so before he makes his holy tabernacle in your body, he sanctifies you. And often he'll sanctify the ones that are worst hit by removing them from our life. So that when we encounter him in baptism, we find that the ones that really troubled us the most are the ones that will go first. And as his word says, all the old must pass away and all things be made new. 
where he says, come as you are. And then he will get rid of all that iniquity in us. He will sanctify us and then fill us with his presence. The new wine in a new body, a new wine skin. That does not go back to the old sinful ways, but has left all that behind. Sometimes even old friends. It does not defile itself, but instead he gives us a mind that is renewed and transformed. A vessel sanctified and meet for the master's use. Now look at John 2, the wedding feast at Cana, where again we hear of wine. When Jesus turned the six jars of water into wine, the master of ceremonies said, you have reserved the best wine for last when it is always served first. There are two important points I want to make here. One is God always reserves his best move in our battle for the last. So that his move is the last move. And then once he makes that move, there is nothing else the enemy can do about it. When we look at the other part as well here, there are six jars. Now six in the Bible is symbolic of human, of man. And so filling six jars symbolizes filling people with his new wine. <clears throat> so that after all the disturbance by the enemy, God's move is the last one where he fills man with his spirit. And it is through that move, that wave, that revival that everyone is talking about. Through that, there is saving. It is not by might, not by power, but by his spirit, the new wine that is making us new and that is taking us closer to where he wants us to be in a position of abundance, abundance in accordance with his kingdom so that we live a life in accordance with that kingdom and his ways. And when we receive his wisdom and understanding, then through that new wine, we are given power for dominion. That which was always his plan for us, for man here on earth. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we each understand and we take it seriously of what you are doing in our lives. Even as we go about living our regular lives, our carnal lives, yet you are bringing about that transformation within us. We ask you to activate and open every organ of reception, every sense of reception in the spirit within our bodies and our lives, our soul, our spirit. So that every move you make, Father, so that everything you speak to us, every message you send us, we are able to discern it correctly and we are able to walk with you in boldness but in obedience. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And we also pray for our physical needs, those of our families, our friends, for every request that has been mentioned on this prayer group. In a special way for all those that are seeking your guidance this day, Lord, on what their next move should be. 
We ask for a sharpening of that reception this day. To know what is your will, to know what is your instruction, your direction for us today. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. For all those that are fighting COVID. We pray for all those that are hospitalized this day. And all those that are battling any other kind of life-threatening sickness. We pray in a special way for all families that are undergoing separation. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Various kinds of addictions. Anything that keeps them limited and yoked to the ground, Father, we come against it in the name of Jesus. And he said, I have given you authority to trample down snakes and scorpions. Under his authority, we trample down on every such spirit of iniquity that seeks to keep your people yoked to the ground. Every such stronghold. And we declare those chains of bondage broken in your name, Jesus. We release your love into their lives. So that wherever there is a feeling of guilt and shame, it is your love that covers them. And raises them up. We pray. Also for all those that are seeking new jobs, that are jobless this day, all those that are undergoing financial challenges. We prophesy a creation of new opportunities in the spirit. And let those be made available to them so that through that new opportunity, Father, there is a new beginning in their life. And through that testimony, they are able to come closer to you. We pray for our own families in a special way for all those members of our family that have not yet been saved, that have not yet undergone that wine press, that process of transformation where the new wine is now released into their life, that have not yet received the gift of their salvation. Quicken them, Father, and let them come to you. We pray also for our own personal needs, our temporal and physical needs. And in all our getting, Father, we ask to receive your understanding. We ask to receive wisdom from you. You said, let him who lacks wisdom ask, and you shall give the full measure. We ask for that wisdom, Lord, and an understanding of how to apply that wisdom in our lives. So that we learn your mechanisms, your principles, and your laws, and we apply those laws, not just to receive a breakthrough once, but to receive repeated breakthroughs through favor. Father, we also remember those that are suicidal this day, those that are contemplating abortion, euthanasia. Those that are contemplating harming others. 
And we pray at the same time for those that are victims of abuse, of discrimination, of wars, those that have forced to become refugees and run away to save their lives. We ask for your mercy, Father, and we cover them with your love. We offer our faith to stand in that gap where it is needed the most. Let it be used for your glory, Father. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our faith and speak your word, it is your spirit that moves. We seek your face, Lord. And we plead for your mercy for all those that need it today. We now connect with you in our spirit to pray in the gift you have given us. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. And those that are praying for the gift to, to release your tongue, to, to hold faith in your heart and ask the Holy Spirit to grant you that gift so that you can use it to intercede for others like him. Let us now pray in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sala 
Amen, Father. Every prayer request that has been raised at this prayer, we come in agreement with it, Lord, and we say Amen. Amen, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for hearing us. Thank you for answering these prayers. Thank you, Lord. The words that were spoken to me this morning. I am the bread of life. Come to me, all you who are thirsty and hungry. The scripture I was given is 1 Corinthians 2, 12 and 13. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is from God, that we might understand the gifts bestowed on us by God. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who possess the Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Today, even as uh, we were praying, uh, I seen in my vision different type of vessels. And uh, uh, the word of God that uh, was given to me was from 11 Timothy 2.20 to 21. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The word of God put on my heart today is from 1 Corinthians 5, 1 Corinthians 6, verses 15 to 20. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take Christ's members and make them the members of a prostitute? Of course not. Do you not know that anyone who joins himself to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For the two, it says, will become one flesh. But whoever is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Avoid immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But the immoral person sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you have been purchased at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
the scripture that was put on my heart today was from revelation 3 verse 20 here i am i stand at the door and knock if anyone hears my voice and opens the door i will come in and eat with that person and they with me amen thank you jesus amen thank you jesus verse that has been put on my heart is from john chapter 4 verse 18 where jesus was speaking to the samaritan woman at the well and he said to her father you have five husbands and he whom you now have is not your husband in that you said truly and says if he's saying we are too focused on the priorities of our life and there are too many priorities the ones which are not really important to us and i was just asking him lord what did you really mean because i didn't understand when he pointed me to this was it's only now that when jinella pointed out to say he's standing knocking at the door do i realize that that should be a priority and we are actually engaging in five other things that are not even our priority in life so amen thank you jesus Lord we thank you that you are waiting to pour your new wine into our life all we need to do is open our hearts and receive in faith all we need to do is turn back to you and say i will go back to my father's house i will leave my life of failure and destruction behind i'll go back to my father's house who's ever willing to put that robe on me to put the new ring on me and to pour his new wine into my heart that i might live a new life one that is filled with abundance that comes from the lord from my father himself and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that chases us and overtakes us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us in turn carry our testimony and carry the gospel that has been revealed to us and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory be blessed and have a wonderful sunday everyone thank you russell thank you russell god bless everyone thank you brother russell god bless thank you russell god bless everyone